Welcome to Adventures in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Welcome, educators. Thank you so much for stopping by on today's podcast. Before we get into today's episode, which I'm going to be sharing with you quick ways to find inspiration, I want to encourage you to download this free tool that I have available for you. It's called the Ultimate Guide to a Successful School Year. In this guide, I walk you through how you can take those nervous jitters that you may have to confidence that you can use throughout the school year. To download this guide, go to myadventuresinesl.com forward slash ultimate guide. So we are going to start off today's episode with our weekly reflection question. And today's question is, how are you currently being inspired every day? So what is your daily inspiration? Take a moment to reflect on this question. Think about this question and answer yourself honestly where do you stand? If you are like me and many other teachers, you may get in a slump. Sometimes it is genuinely difficult to get out of it. You may find yourself feeling uninspired and simply just not feeling it. This was me for the last year and a half. Yep, someone who gets on this podcast, (laughs) I was in a slump for about a year and a half and I was just uninspired. It dawned on me at the end of last year when I was taking a deep look around my classroom. I realized that my class looked a hot mess. There were stacks of magazines everywhere, random feathers all over the place. I don't even know where those came from. And glitter. I do not like glitter. I do not know how it got into my space. (laughs) But there was just the most random things in my room. That was when I realized I am in a slump. This is not me. I usually like my room pretty organized. I like to have things in there that make it feel calm and serene. And it was just not feeling that. On top of all of that, the classroom library wasn't organized and neither was any of my materials. That's when it hit me. I was in a teacher slump. So one of the ways to get out of a teacher slump is to have an engaging curriculum. Plus, it gets extra points if it's ready to print and go. That is one of the reasons why I created the Close Free Club. With the Close Free Club, you get monthly lessons with detailed lesson plans and activities. Go to myadventuresinesl.com forward slash Close Free Club. Once again, myadventuresinesl.com forward slash close free club to learn more. I'll also be able to, or I also will be sure to link in the show notes, show notes on how you can get access to that. So let's get back to my story about me realizing I was in a uninspired teacher slump. After realizing my room was cluttered, I took the steps to organizing and purging through the months of April and May. For us here in my school district, those are the last two months of school. So usually things are wrapping up. (laughs) And so I took that time to really purge and organize uh, my materials during that time. 
The second thing I did was I made a commitment to find sources of inspiration. For me, that looked like attending high quality professional development opportunities, planning my curriculum for the upcoming school year, and follow social media accounts that align with my teacher beliefs. This is really important because I feel like a lot of us use social media and then some of the teacher accounts that we follow, I know I follow one and they never post about anything educational. I don't even know why I'm following this account. <laughs> and so I realized that a lot of the teacher accounts that I, were, that I was following just didn't align to some of my beliefs uh, as a teacher. And so that could have been a possibility of why I may have been drained, not putting it all on that because it's a mixture of things. But I realized that, hey, I need to be seeing things on a regular basis that do inspire me. So here are some strategies that help me that I want to share with you to help you get some inspiration. One of the number one things is take a break to refresh and evaluate. This will allow you some time to think about some changes you need to make and research ways to implement them. That might be a social media break. That might be you reflecting on, okay, what do I want my social media accounts to look like? Teacher pages that I follow. That may also look like you taking a break and just thinking about, okay, what am I interested in? What is my ideal classroom? How do I want that to look like? And how can I find things that align with that? That can look like professional development, which I will talk about in a moment. Or that might be like, I mentioned earlier, just finding sources of inspiration and follow people who are aligning to those interests. The second thing is block out time during the school year to attend conferences and or professional development that pique your interest. You heard what I said during the school year. I know a lot of us use the summer to kind of recharge. And I know some people do attend conferences in the summer and there are some in the summer. Occasionally I might attend some, but I like doing it during the school year. I usually do most of my professional development during the school year, at the beginning of the school year mostly, and at the beginning of the second semester around January. This is one of the easiest ways for me to find inspiration. I think it is for a lot of people. I know a lot of times people leave conferences and they are feeling inspired. When you're looking at professional development, do not let the price of what that professional development is deter you from signing up. So I want to remind you, this is not your money. <laughs> this is not, I'm saying it again, this is not your money. A lot of districts have money just for professional development opportunities. These companies that are hosting these professional developments, they know that. And so what I want you to do is that when you are looking for professional development, make a list of the ones that you are interested in. A lot of districts do have money for these professional developments. They get public funds and grants for teachers to go on professional development opportunities. If you see a professional development and or conference that interests you, ask your principal, can they cover the cost? And if they can't cover the cost, they'll say, you know what? I may not can, I probably can't cover like travel and board, but I can't pay for the cost or our school can pay for the cost of, you know, the ticket for you to go. So don't let the price it is say deter you. Oh, it's too much money. I can't go. Ask before you make that commitment. Um, I know this past year I asked and I was able to go to two high quality professional developments. Um, and 
all I did was ask. I just asked. I said, can I go? And they were like, hey, let us look into this. We can let you know if you're able to attend. And both times I was able to attend those professional developments. So please, 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 I cannot stress enough, ask before saying to yourself, it's too expensive. The third strategy that I'm going to share with you is find people on your favorite social media accounts that you connect with in regards to your teacher beliefs. For example, for me, I love teacher accounts that show how they are using the science of reading in their classroom. I love teachers accounts that are talking about inquiry-based learning. I love teacher accounts that are talking about how they're using stations in their classroom. I even love teachers accounts that, that talk about like classroom management. They're very niche things, but I like those type of things and I want to see those in my feed on Instagram and on Facebook. So those are the accounts that I follow. And of course, with the algorithm, they pick up on that. So I start seeing more accounts that align with some of my teacher beliefs. I do go into this when I do this, knowing that not every class is perfect. I see this a lot when I go to the comments. Teachers are like, oh, but I have this going on or I have that going on or this is so perfect. This is so unrealistic. I want to encourage you all to not get caught up in the aesthetics of these teacher influencer classrooms. I'm going to say this again. They are teacher influencers. <laughs> A part of their job is creating, curating and designing content that looks great on Instagram and Facebook. Behind the scenes, I'm almost 100% sure that they're more than likely to have a messy area or desk, just like most of us do. I take inspiration from these people and I take ideas from them, these people and I modify them to meet the needs of my classroom. I do not go to these teacher comments or and say, oh, I wish that this my district was like this or, oh, I wish that I had this. A lot of these teacher influencers are possibly getting endorsements. They are getting paid to post the way that they're due. So they may have things that we do not have access to. So take some of these ideas, use them as inspiration. Do not get caught up in their classroom looking perfect and your classroom is not perfect. So do, do this is a great way to get inspired and get some inspiration for your classroom. The last thing I want to share with you is join Reddit or Facebook groups based around your interests. I want to remind you again, not to get too caught up in the conversations to the point that it prevents you from taking action. So I'm in a great group, um, it's called IMSE and they talk about the science of reading. And I love this group because people come in, they post a dilemma they might have, teachers jump in and they give you, you know, very specific strategies of what they can use. They also share, hey, these are some things that you can use in your classroom that work. And so I like going into those groups. I use the search button to see if my question has been answered before. Most of the time it has. And I love doing that. Reddit also has some really great teacher subreddits that you can join and to get inspiration, ask questions that you might have. So for today, I want you to take action. I want you to find some inspiration and just take action. It is not going to be perfect the first time. I'm going to say that again. It is not going to be perfect the first time. It may not ever be perfect, but it will get better over time. Just take action. So how are you going to be finding inspiration this month? You can share in my Facebook group, My Adventures in ESL. And I would love to hear, and everyone else would love to hear how you are taking 
or how you are finding inspiration this month for your classroom. Thank you all for dropping in today and I will see you all soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today and remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learners. See you soon.